We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being with you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to welcome everyone to MBKI's Broadcasting Network. Glory be to God. We're starting our series uh, leadership, uh, leadership. I really haven't gotten a, a title for God. Just placed this on my heart uh, a few days ago and um, told me to go forth with it. God is calling men back into position, men back into position. He's not calling boys into position or children into position. He's calling men back into position. So to understand who he's calling in position, we must understand what a man by God's standards is. Amen. Glory be to God. Before we do that, though, we're just going to tune in and listen to... Jesus, we thank you for this time and this opportunity that we have to come before your throne, Father God, just to give you thanks, Father. We, we, we're not wanting anything. We're just wanting to let you know that we adore you. We love you and we appreciate you. Everything that you've done, if you don't do another thing, you've done enough, Father God. You've given us life 
in this day, Father God. You've given us eyes to see and ears to hear. You've given us, Father God, so much. Today, Lord God, we just desire to give back what it is that you have given to us. We can never give as much as you have given, Father God. Hallelujah. But just teach us to be men and women of God, Father God, that we may be uh, walking accordingly, doing accordingly, thinking accordingly, Father God, to your will for each and every one of our lives. Father God, as we move forward, I pray that you will possess this temple, Father God. Use it in any way you see fit, Father God. Hallelujah. Let your word go forward on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're going to hear one more song here before we get going. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. you to be dealing with people or put you in front of people because you're going to 
<laughs> go off. You know what I mean? So they, they, they need to find out what type of person you are. You are. Hallelujah. So that you can uh, uh, help their, their company um, or not help it. Amen. So qualities are important to business owners. Qualities are important to God as well. And in the Bible, you'll find God has specific qualities that he is looking for, for those leaders to be put in position. And I think what has taken place is we've gotten away from the qualities. We're just putting people in position. Uh, they've gone to school, and, we're, and, and because they have a degree in theology and divinity, we're putting them in a position. But we don't know the characteristic of the heart of the individual. And that itself should mean more than a piece of paper. Amen. Turn with me to where are we going to go here? Let's 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 go to our opening scripture. Let's go to uh first Timothy three. Let's go to first Timothy three. Hallelujah. And if you don't know me now, you will know me later. But go get your Bible, go get your pen, go get your notebook. It makes no sense being on this line and not taking notes to study the word, to show thyself the proof. See, that's one of the problems that we have is individuals rely too much upon the leader, but they need to begin to rely upon the spirit of God and not so much what the leader is saying pertaining to the word of God. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we're going to go to first Timothy chapter three, verse one. And we're going to go to 12. It says, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, and parents, disobedient to parents, excuse me, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. For from such people turn away, for of this sort are those who creep into household and make captives of gullible women, loading down Loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. 
the knowledge of the truth. And then let's go to let's go to Titus. And we're going to read verse uh chapter five, verse five through ten. Titus chapter one. Verse 5 through 10. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Give me just a minute here. Okay. Amen. Titus chapter 1, verse 5 and 10. It says, For this reason I left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking, and appoint elders in every city as I commanded you. If a man is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of Dispassion or insubordination For a bishop must be blameless In a steward of God As a steward of God, excuse me Not self-willed, not quick-tempered Not given to wine, not violent Not greedy for money, amen But hospitable, a lover of what is good Sober-minded, just, holy, self-centered Holding fast to the faith uh, of words he has been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and convict those who contradict. Amen. So those are our, our opening scriptures. See what we what we're dealing with today is we're dealing with individuals like it said in the last days. We're, we're in perilous times today, and, and everyone has become lovers of self. We've gotten away from the soul, and we've gotten into me, 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 amen, leading people to me, doing this for me, not for God anymore. And these are uh, some qualities that are not of God. So we turn to some of the qualities here that Paul had brought forth, hallelujah, as Titus was facing uh, the same thing that we are facing today uh, in our churches, uh, imposters coming in, misleading the sheep and taking from them instead of giving to them. And so in this, Paul said, we must qualify those that choose to be leaders. A bishop is a leader, and a man is a leader. So these qualities will fit for the church. It will fit outside of the church. These qualities are used in corporations, uh, in hiring executives. You don't want a executive that can't uh, keep his own household in order. How is he going to be able to keep his uh his department in order if he can't even keep his own household in order. You're not going to uh, want to hire somebody that's a thief, 
right? Because uh, they're going to steal the petty cash out of the corporation or the company. Hallelujah. So these type of qualities are not just for the church. They're for everyday life. And my question is, do you have them? We're going to be going over all 20 characteristics that uh, we have found in the Bible. Hallelujah. There's many more, but we're just going to go over these. And we're going to take one, hallelujah, per uh, week and go over it and then apply it into our lives. Begin to apply these things into our lives. See, if we continue to do the same thing, we're going to continue to get the same result. So what we need to learn to do is to do something different. If you want a different result in your life, do something different. Amen. Men of God, if you've been a follower all your life here, you're going to get some qualities of how to become a leader. Because being a true leader is being a mature man. That's what a leader is, is a mature man, fully developed mentally, physically, and spiritually. You see, many of us are matured physically. We've been alive for 20, 30, 40 years, but mentally, we're still an emotional basket case. And spiritually, we haven't even thought about growing. Amen. So we're going to take these characteristics and put them into operation so that we can become the mighty men of valor that God has called us to be. Do you understand that in the Old Testament, you would find the men going to the temple to pray, to take the tithes and the offerings. You would find the men, hallelujah, standing. You would find the men, the men, the men. But today, where are the men? And this is what God is speaking to the earth. Where are my men? Amen. So I hope that you take this class uh, seriously for those that are listening on a podcast. God bless you. Hallelujah. And uh, we'll be putting them up every week. You'll be getting it every week. And if you have any comments or anything that you would like to add or if there's any testimonies that you would like to uh, bring to us, please uh, send them in. Uh, you can send them to my email address at Anthony Baxter at mbkiministries.com, or you can send them in from our website, mbkiministries.com, and go to our, uh, our request, our, our contact us page, and you will find an area there where you can send in your testimonies. Amen. Glory be to God. So we have 20 dynamic qualities for measuring the maturity of a man, the maturity. You see, when we are 12 and 13 years old, we begin to move out of childhood and into manhood. We begin to grow hair on our chest and in our pubic area, and, and our voice begins to get deeper. We begin to go through this change. Amen. Physically. But it doesn't mean that we're a fully developed man. You see, if you look, uh, some ethnic groups, uh, they stay very close to their sons from the age of birth until 12 because they're training them to become that man. And at 12, they release them as a man. Amen. It's one of the things I think it's the Jews that actually do 
uh, of such, amen, and have a big bash for their son at 12 or 13 years old. Glory be to God. But what's happening today is many of us are going, turning 15, 16, 18, 20, 25, and we still have not gotten the characteristics which come a mature man. And one of the key reasons is that the father is not in the home, or if the father is in the home, the father was not trained in becoming a a, a, a true a man, hallelujah, to where he had not anything to pass on. Amen. And as we go down generation to generation and going through this type of thing in, in, in households, we get away from the qualities of a man and we have we have grown uh grown children uh acting as men but not being the type of man that God has created them to be. Amen. So we're going to uh go over some of these characteristics of a of a true man. Uh, tonight, we just want to go over what it is that we're going to be going over here for the next few months as far as the characteristics. Now, as I said, there's 20 characteristics. Uh, number one is the overall spiritual maturity, well-rounded man. A well-rounded man, a well-balanced man, amen? Number two is a man that is above reproach, a man of good reputation. If I was to ask your wife or your co-workers or uh, your mate or whoever, you know, who are you? What kind of person are you? What would they say? Do you have a good reputation? Number three, a husband of one wife, morally pure. Are you a man that uh, is loyal to your wife, or are you a man that has a wife, a boyfriend, and a girlfriend? Amen. Temperate, balanced in word and actions. The Bible says, let your no's be no and your yeses be yes. Are you an individual that will say, I'll be there at 10, and you end up getting there at 11? Are you a person that says one thing and does another? Respectable, good role model. Are you a good role model to the up-and-coming generation that is not really paying too much attention to what you're saying, but looking more so at what you're doing? Can they see what it is that you speak? Are you just talking loud, saying nothing? Hospitable, unselfish, and generous. Unselfish and generous. Are you an individual that will give give your last to someone because they need it? Able to teach. Communicates sensitively in a non-threatening and non-defensive manner. Anyone can have knowledge of something, but delivering the knowledge you have in a particular fashion that does not threaten an individual or upsets an individual is what they're talking about here. Can you teach what it is that has been given to you to another? 
not addicted to wine, not addicted to substances, not addicted. What do I mean by addicted? I mean something that you can't do without. When your body, when, 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 when you want to say no, but your body says yes and you do it even though you really don't want to. It's like getting that coffee first thing in the morning, you know, that first uh, uh, of the morning, the coffee. And if you don't get it, you you have an attitude and you just got to have it, that type of addictive. The only thing that we need to be addicted to is Jesus. If something has control over us, it's time that we let it go, whether it's coffee, whether it's a TV show. Whatever it is, if it controls us, we don't need to have it in our lives. Amen. Glory be to God. Not self-willed, not self-centered, or self-controlling. Not so caught up in oneself or controlling people to get what they want, how they want it, or when they want it. Again, these are 20 qualities of a man. Now, many of these, most of us may not or have never really thought about, but it's time for us to really take a look because these are qualities that we'll find in the book of Timothy and, as I read in Titus, when it talks about looking for a particular type of leader. As I stated, a man is a leader. A man marries his wife, and guess what? He's the head of the home. The head is the leader. So when you and your wife has kids, now you are the leader, and you have little ones looking up at you, not by what you do, but what you say, how you treat your wife. How you treat people. They're watching everything you do, how you walk, how you talk. So it's not all about leadership in the church, people. It's about the qualities of life that you live in and outside of the church. You see, you can put on a mask inside and go home and be somebody else. You see, you can go home and be somebody else and put on a mask inside the church. But guess what? It's going to show up somewhere, somehow, because it always comes out in the wash. Amen. Number 11. Not quick-tempered. Void of anger that becomes sinful. Now, remember, the Bible says... Be angry, but sin not. Now, if you're getting angry and you can't help but to sin, you got to cuss, you got to hit somebody, you got to throw something, you know, that, that there's a problem. There's a problem there. Quick temper, not abusive. Now, I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about emotionally. I'm talking about spiritually and verbally. Okay. See, we have, a, we have a way of using the word of God to cut people and hurt people. Amen. Glory be to God. So not being abusive, being gentle, sensitive, loving, and kind. That's 13. Peaceable, non-argumentative, 
and non-divasive. Okay, do you have an argumentative spirit? You always want to debate to get your way. It has to, it has to be right or wrong. You're right and I'm wrong, or you're wrong and I'm right. And you know, argumentative spirit. No, that's not of God. Number fifteen, free from the love of money, non-materialistic. Now, this is a really difficult one because we live in a world today that just wants to throw all these material things at us and make them look like we have to have them. We need them. And then you got people that walk around and they act like it's the best thing and you feel like you need, you know, but no, the only thing you need is Jesus. Glory be to God. Number 16, manages his own household well. A good husband and father. Are you a good husband? Are you a good father? Amen. Number 17, loving what is good. Pursuing godly activities. Now, are you are you sitting back at the computer watching and looking at things that you're not supposed to be looking at? You know, are, 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 are you you going places that you really should not be going being a believer and being a married man? Amen. Or are you into some godly activities? A just man, a wise, discerning, non-prejudiced, and fair man. Are you just? Devout. Holy. What's that? Set apart. Devoted to God, not just him being your sugar daddy. And number 20, last but not least, self-controlled. Are you self-disciplined? See, some of us, we don't have a problem in disciplining others and pointing out to others, but can we discipline ourselves? Can we say no to ourselves when bodies yes can we say no amen see many of us will look at these 20 qualifications and say there's no possible way but the bible says that we can do all things through christ that strengthens us. Amen. So when the enemy comes into your your mind and he tries to tell you that you're always going to be a lustful man, you're always going to be a, a cheater, you're always going to be a liar, or you'll never change, and who do you think you are trying to be? Don't believe all that mess. James chapter 4, verse 7 and 8 says, Submit, resist the enemy, and he will flee. He says, and he will flee. Amen. So what you have to do is you have to resist. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Don't give that mess no second thought because 
he that is in you is greater than him that is in this world. Let me tell you, people of God, we're moving into a time to where we need true leaders to lead the sheep into the gates. We're coming into a time where there's so much deception. We've been in a position to where we've been lied to and we've been rocked to sleep. God is saying I'm needing men, leaders, to get in position to wake my people up. To help them to come out of this matrix so that they can be led into the light and not into the slaughter. And not into the slaughter. People, this is not a time to play. We really need to pay attention and get our lives in alignment with the things in the word of God. All things operate by faith in the heavenly realm. And we need leaders. We need men that will guide, lead, teach, and show by example what a godly man and godly woman looks like, not just by word but by the walk, as well as the talk. Hallelujah. As I stated to you, this is going to be a quick show tonight. It's our introduction into the measure of a man. We're measuring ourselves. We're really taking a look at, am I a, a stand-up figure of a man to God, or am I a child? The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 and 18, when I was a child, I did childish things. But when I grew to be a man, I put away childish things. Men, some of us are still caught up in childish things. It's time to put those things away and to become a real man. To walk by faith, not by sight. To allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead, guide, and direct your life so that you can help others to understand the things and the ways of God. Each one teach one, but how can you teach one when you don't know? So we're going to end right there. I have a little thing I'd like y'all to do if 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 you if you're gonna keep on with me, do this. Get your get your a binder and each week I'm gonna have something for you to do. Now this week I want you to write out one goal you would like to achieve result of this study. Okay. So in week one Write out what your goal is, what you want to achieve 
at the end of all of this? Do you want to be a more uh, godly man that has godly characters, that uh, to have a reputation that you're known throughout the city as a stand-up guy, uh, 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 to be a, a, a role model? Uh, what do you want to accomplish? Amen. Because at the end, if you follow me through, I can guarantee you that you will achieve what it is that you desire. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we give thanks, honor, and praise unto you on tonight. We thank you, Father God, for this lesson, for this series. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that even though many of us did not grow up with the Father, or if we did grow up with the Father, they did not know anything about these qualities or these characteristics because they weren't taught them, Lord. But we thank you, Lord, that we have the ability of learning them today to become the man that you have desired for us to be, not a child, Father God, caught in emotion reacting to everything that goes on in our lives, not knowing how to uh, keep our mouth shut and letting our actions do the talking for us. Oh, Father, through your spirit, teach us. Give us the power, give us the wisdom and understanding of your will, Father God, for us, that we may be able to walk in manhood, to be able to stand and take our position to fulfill the purpose and destiny that you have created us for and placed us upon this earth, Father God. Oh, God, I thank you for each and every man that is listening, each and every man that is listening on podcasts, each and every man that is listening in Germany, that's listening in Puerto Rico, that's listening in the United States, that's listening in Germany. Hallelujah. I thank God for you. And I pray that you will continue with us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. And amen.
Amen. And if this series has been a blessing to you and you'd like to give, you can always go to our website at mbkiministries.com. Click on the donate button and give as the Spirit leads you. And I just want to say thank you in advance. That will help us to continue to bring these episodes to you that I pray will enhance your life. Until next time, walk by faith, not by sight. God bless you. We'll see you next week.